This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Text every Tuesdays. We look forward to this part of the show. Uh, the 2021 academic year is coming to an end pretty soon. And I think that over the past months, we've been seeing how technology has aided learners and schools in general with academics and helping the learners continue to stay informed. But how sustainable is that in Africa with such expensive data prices? Well, we are joined on the line right now by David Malkova of Mr. Mac Learning to discuss with, uh, to discuss this with us uh, even further. Mr. Mac, hello. Good afternoon. Oh, good evening, should I say? <laughs> How are you doing, sir? I'm very well, and yourself, sir? Oh, great. We're loving the energy. Thank you so much for taking your time and talking to us, all right? It's a pleasure. It's a privilege. Thank all you. Right. Now, David, how has technology changed the phenomenon of academia over the past two years? So what I'm going to do, I'm going to kick off with a story that really brings it to life for the average man on the street. Mm. And we're going to go back in time a bit. We're going to go back to 1945. And there's this boy that's born in a rural area, very similar to many areas we have in Limpopo. He's born and he's like the eighth kid in the family. And his parents are peasants. They're poor, dirt poor. Uh, They're dirt poor farmers. Before that boy turns two years of age, he's orphaned. Both his parents are dead. By the time he's six years of age, he gets involved in a freak accident and he's disabled in his leg. Now his siblings are raising him. When he gets to 16, there's no money left in the family. He has to start working. And all he can do is get a job digging sewage trenches. But it doesn't work. It's slowing the whole team down because of his disability. Mm. His foreman feels sorry for him and says, Go to Edgar's store. See if my friend there can give you a job. He goes to Edgar's. He gets a job and they give him a fancy title, General Hand. From that, he sweeps the floors excellently in Edgar's. He's the one responsible for opening and closing the stores. And 30 years later, he's the managing director of Edgar's. He has 12 kids. None of them get a tertiary education. I'm one of those kids because that man was my father. And I'm the wow. beneficiary of it. So, so education is absolutely powerful. And I just wanted to kick off with that story to show mm. the reality of it. But to your point and to your question, how is technology impacting on education? And, and how can we amplify the power of education? Mm. So I'm going to look at it from two perspectives. There's the student and there's the teacher perspective. So let's take a look at it from the student perspective first. First, if you look at what happened in the recent past and what this COVID pandemic has accelerated, is that access to digital education has simply exploded. So our learning platform, Mr. Mac Learning, has really built on that. We started working on it more than four years ago, but it's really taken advantage of what happened with COVID in terms of accelerating access to education via digital needs. So you'll hear people speaking about MOOCs, massive open online learning systems, for instance. That's in part what education has enabled. Also, very, very importantly, in a country like South Africa, where we've got variable teaching standards, what education has meant is that you've got minimum standards of teaching. So on Mr. Mac Learning, we do a lot of teaching in terms of business, in terms of life skills. It means anyone who accesses our content is effectively getting the best learning content on, let's say, finance and accounting you can get in the world, and certainly within South Africa. So it's provided a floor, what we call minimum standards of teaching, 
but that's applicable across from tertiary education to primary and to secondary school. What it's also meant is that a lot of the teaching we're doing today is now done in a blended learning approach. So absolutely, we still have the one-to-one sessions with the teacher or the facilitator, but a significant and an increasingly important part of it is now via digital channels. One of them, again, being example, Mr. Mac Learning. Very importantly for the student, technology is allowing personalized learning. So we're able to integrate into our technology platform uh, just technological aspects which learn how you learn, for instance, what you're strong at, what you need to practice a lot more. So all of these are really being rolled into technological solutions. And the last point I just want to emphasize here is really the scalability. In the past, you had a fantastic, brilliant teacher, and all they could do is teach 50 students at a time maximum. What technology has done is said, the brilliant teachers we have, the guys we try curate, for instance, on Mr. Mac Learning, they can teach the entire continent, 1.3 billion people. Dare I say, they can teach the entire world. So from that perspective uh, of the students, really those have been the key aspects of technology molding with education that we've seen coming through and playing out quite strongly. Yeah. David, right. do you then foresee us ever fully going back to how things were, um, especially in Africa, with a traditional learning system in class with various learners in the same place? Uh, we're not going to go back to the traditional system that we're at. And listen, there's certain challenges within this ecosystem that's slowing us down in terms of where we want to get to. But going back to where we were just 24 months ago is going to be very, very difficult. And, and let me explain why, again, looking at it from the teacher's perspective and some of the benefits that technology brings to play. So as much as there's been some uh, difficulty, there's been a learning curve for teachers and facilitators to use technology, it's really helped them in many respects. Um, a lot of the administrative aspects technology is able to address so that they can focus on their core task of teaching. So we now have technologies, for instance, who can, which can mark essays. A teacher doesn't have to do that. Mm. We now have technologies which can pick up when there's plagiarism. Those technologies have been in place for a number of years now. Most of you will have heard of Turnitin. It checks essays to say these haven't been copied or plagiarized. That's very, very helpful uh, for teachers. Technology right. now allows us to look at a student, pick up very, very quickly in terms of how they do it. So measure their progress now, not wait till they have to write an exam and the results are total disaster. It's allowing us to pick up where students have problems up front. And that's really helpful uh, for the teacher as well. We're not going back in that regard. It's really lessened uh, the load of the teachers. So what education is allowing us to do is allow the student to enjoy certain benefits, allow the teacher or the facilitator to enjoy massive benefits as well, and at the same time, leave the teacher and the institution to focus on what they are capable of doing best, of teaching, of encouraging, of holding students accountable, nurturing creativity, innovation, confidence, belief, those softer aspects that only human beings can do and technology is unable to do at the moment. We're not going back. Actually, yeah. what we're going to be seeing is the rate of acceleration of these, uh, of these technologies um, really, really accelerating 
as we overcome some of these impediments that we have in the ecosystem. Yeah, lovely. Look, uh, we're out of time, but thank you so much for taking your time and talking to us about that. I do believe in a bright future, technologically and academically. So thank you so much for sharing your insights with us, okay? It's been a pleasure. Happy yeah. learning, everybody. Happy it's learning. Mr. Mac Learning. All right, cheers. Thank you, David. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.